Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Big Time Talker Podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm Burke Allen, live in Washington, D.C. And if you'd like to be a part of the show, our number is 516-418-5635, 516-418-5635. You can send us your questions and comments in our Big Time Talker chat room as well. And the program is brought to you by our friends at Speaker Match, the United States' largest online virtual speakers bureau. If you'd like to be a part of the speaking world, or maybe you're a, a meeting planner, you need a speaker, log on to speakermatch.com and find out how you can get together with thousands of great speakers who can come to you in person when the COVID-19 crisis is over or speak to your group virtually. That's speakermatch.com presenting our Big Time Talker podcast. Well, it's a, a whole different world that we all find ourselves living in, and one of the many things that has changed is the way we behave and react with and around one another. And that's why we have today's guest as a, a great asset to the Big Time Talker podcast. She's my old buddy, Susanna Theo, and she is one of the country's foremost civility experts. Now, what is that? That's protocol, that's etiquette, but it's not the mismanners stuff that you may remember from being graded on in your elementary school report card. This is real common sense stuff. And Susanna Theo joins us to talk about civility and manners in the day of coronavirus. Hey, Susanna, how are you doing? And I hope you're safe and healthy. I'm great. And yes, thank you. I hope you are also doing well and safe and healthy. I miss seeing your smiling face. We're going to have to do one of those Zoom calls that everybody is talking about. And, and maybe that's a good place to start. Any tips on etiquette for Zoom? Because that's how everybody seems to be getting together these days. These these video conferencing platforms, Zoom, Go to Meeting, WebEx, any do's and don'ts for Zoom meetings. Yes, yes, of course. And um as the rest of the country, I am on Zoom constantly doing training. Um so I do offer that. And yes, absolutely. The biggest thing about being on camera and being in engaging in a Zoom class or chat or anything like that is if your camera is on, you need to make really sure what you're doing because, you know, the people on the other side are seeing it. And that's been one of the biggest um, things I've noticed, but also that we need to be conscious of and to understand that our comments matter um, some of these Zoom, chat, Zoom chats that are going on are being recorded. I want everyone to be aware of that. Um, so, yes, your comments might very well be recorded. So we do need to still be, you know, be, be conscious of what we're saying and what we're putting out there. Susanna so that's a couple of things that come to mind, yeah. 
civility and, and, uh, and protocol and etiquette in the days of coronavirus. And just this week, Susanna, there were a couple of uh, interesting news stories, more embarrassing, I guess, than anything else. There was a famous Hollywood actress, and I won't use her name because we don't want you to Google and see if you can find the video, but she was on a, a Zoom conference while she was uh, going to the bathroom. Uh, she wasn't thinking real clearly. And there was also a, a television news reporter um, who didn't realize it was not just a, a head and shoulder shot. It showed his head and shoulders. He was wearing a suit jacket and a tie, but he had shorts on down below, and that was one of his first big network TV debuts. So those, those are embarrassing things. But I think in a bigger sense, I'd like to get your input and your thoughts on uh, protocol when we are out and about. In, there's been so much mixed messaging. Do you wear masks? Do you not wear masks? Should, should you, you know, uh, open doors for people? Is it okay to, uh, I went to the post office the other day and saw somebody open the door with their foot uh, as opposed to their hands. And, and I know that there's a, a lot to unpack there, but in a general sense, what, what are the, the protocols for dealing with one another in this new era? Well, you know, one of the biggest things that I've noticed and I've actually heard a lot of um, discussion points on are the fact that people's fears, and that would fall under some conversation skills that, you know, people do have fears, but it's better to reserve that. You know, in other words, don't put that as part of your um, language, because uh, you just don't know who you might offend uh, if you engage in that type of conversation. And one of the other things, like we're wearing masks or not, if everyone would please be aware of what the CDC guidelines are, uh, because, again, that's another point I've noticed out in public. I'm not going out. I am um, staying in my home, uh, with the exception, of course, of essential items. But uh, what I have noticed when I have ventured out, uh, people are doing different things with masks. They're told they have to wear them, but yet they choose not to wear them. So there's a lot of variance right there. But please be aware, if you're told to wear one, wear one. And do pay attention to the um, social distancing. Those are two things. Again, I'm noticing this just as I'm running over to the grocery store to pick up a few things. Uh, and again, I'm not really going out a whole lot, but when I do, it's like so strange how varied people's behavior choices are when they're being asked to do something. Uh, one of the other things I would really love to bring this up since we're talking about being in public, uh, at sure. the onset of this whole situation, it was, and I, and I saw this and I've been really thinking a lot about this being a civility expert, uh, this elbow bump in greeting. And I'm, I looked at it and I thought to myself, you know, that it would be, it's nice to think about, you know, and this would be, of course, instead of handshaking, it's, again, it's nice to think about, but I would res really not want to choose to do that as far as a greeting because you just don't know who you might harm. And part of being in a good civility space is we're not wishing to do harm to others. And I would prefer to see our eye contact, like we could just beef up our eye contact, and we would have to do that over our masks anyway because the, our nonverbals are being partially hidden. Uh, so the eye contact really has to be in use right now, and perhaps maybe a slight bow over the head to acknowledge a person's presence. Uh, and I, I feel like that would be a much easier and just safer way 
of greeting and acknowledging. Susanna Theo is our guest today. She's the, one of the country's foremost civility experts. She's helped uh, hundreds, maybe thousands of people at this point uh, with their protocol and <laughs> etiquette situations from government leaders on down. And the website I have for you is protocoletiquette.co. That's protocoletiquette.co. I, I, you know, I'm struck by what you just said there because uh, earlier this week, Vice President Pence, uh, I guess, would have failed two Susanna Theo tests. He went to Mayo Clinic in, in Rochester, Minnesota. One, didn't wear a mask, and, and two, was uh, elbow-bumping uh, patients there. So he needs somebody like you. All right, now let's talk, let's talk big picture <laughs> stuff here, Susanna. There's, a, uh, there's an awful lot uh, of people, and, and this is not new to COVID-19, the coronavirus, who seem to, to talk over one another. And it's, it's become a bigger and bigger problem not only on, on cable news channels, but, but certainly on social media. Um, and, and I don't think that that was on any stronger public display than when uh, President Trump's comments about disinfecting the interior of your body and, and using ultraviolet light uh, to possibly help you get through this when he was amusing about that in the, in the press conference, and uh, there were all kinds of folks, of course, who were on the left who said, oh, my God, this is terrible, and he's telling people to inject Lysol, and, and there's a huge public outcry. And there were folks on the right who were saying, you know, that's not at all what he said, and, and it's being taken out of context. So two completely different life groups took two completely different messages away from what that, that one person said, the president. And, and I wonder in, in all your work, if you have studied protocol and civility and etiquette um, when it comes to, to people's different interpretations of information, and if, if so, if you have any suggestions on, on how we can sort of tamp down the talking over one another. Yes, and it's so interesting that you, you bring all of that up, and yes, I have studied um, very much so. And the biggest thing is to just everyone, please, please take turns talking and to listen. And if you're not 100% sure of the message the other person is, is trying to put out there, ask them, you know, just, just ask them, you know, just rephrase it or could you please repeat that? I mean, anything to where all the messages are being heard, number one, and number two, that they're understood. And you're absolutely correct. When we're talking over each other, all the messages are completely jarbled. And you're only going to get a very tiny little percentage of what's actually being said and what's being put out there. And we're in an, a, an age where information right now is key. And that's to keep everyone safe and secure. And we want to hear what people are saying so that we can evaluate and know what we should be doing, what our best course of action might be is just one person. So, yes, I think that that's so important. And, again, just stop and listen. If you're not understanding fully, ask the question. Ask. Say, please repeat that, or could you maybe say that in another way? I mean, anything that would help get those messages out there in a more positive fashion, because when people speak, nothing gets accomplished. Susanna Theo is our guest and the Big Time Talker podcast, the service of our friends at speakermatch.com. If you'd like to be on the show, 
5635 or send us your questions and comments in the chat room. Uh, you said something pretty prescient there that, that frankly had not occurred to me, and that is the difficulty in communication, which is, uh, I guess, the biggest tenet in civility and, and protocol and etiquette, um, when we have these face coverings on. You know, you can't smile at someone or, or I guess, even conversely, you know, frown at someone. you really got to work on that eye contact and those other nonverbal cues. If you're a hugger, you can't hug. If you're a handshaker, you can't uh, handshake. So it is considerably more challenging to communicate and be civil now, I guess, than, than ever before. Indeed, indeed. And I, I have to mention that my colleagues and I, we've all been talking over this handshaking piece uh, because it is part of who we are as far as a business professional. We always shake hands in greeting. And it's it's the way, it's a calling card, really. Your handshake is definitely part of that whole package. So right now, no handshaking, right? So it's all about what's going on with our eye contact. And I know that there are so many people out there. And I know, you know, as you mentioned, yes, I have definitely trained thousands of people at this point. Uh, Their eye contact, they're like hesitating. And right now, it's all we have. Believe it or not, this is our best calling card. And it's not staring somebody down. It's acknowledging them looking at them in the eye, and you're right, because of the face covering, you can't see a smile, you can't see a frown, you can't see if they're a little bit frustrated maybe, they're not understanding what you're saying completely. And those are all points, and we've got to use our eye contact. And again, if you are not loving making eye contact, just look at the space in the middle of the forehead above the eyes, and it appears as if you're actually looking at someone. So that's, that's like, your, your, you know, like your tool for the day, something you can take with you while you're wearing your face mask. And I, and I truly wish that everyone is choosing to do that. Um, and one of the things I, I know I've, I've heard repeatedly is that when we wear our face masks, we're not really just kind of keeping ourselves safe, but we're keeping others safe as well. And that might be the way to move forward in this and to just think about everyone as a community and being part of that community and, and what that what that means. It's kind of like a team sport, like football or baseball. You know, the team can't function without everyone being part of that team. I love it. Susanna Theo is a, a longtime friend and the head of protocol and etiquette services for uh, thousands, as she said, uh, folks all over the country from top government leaders to corporations to universities to private individuals. Susanna, how did you get interested in, in protocol and civility and etiquette to begin with? You know, I've had my business since 1998. That's a very long time. Yeah. It is. And uh, it really started from this just idea it was it was a magazine ad would you believe and it was something written in an ad and it was just a curiosity it started as a curiosity and as I became you know more interested and got further into it I realized how much it was really and truly a harmony for me 
And I just really took the ball and I ran with it. Uh, it, w- it was so much already a part of who, who I was. And it's been my joy and my honor to have worked with every single human being I have worked with since 1998 in this capacity. And I honestly and truly cannot imagine my life being any different. And I love what I do. Well, we love having you as a resource for all our listeners. And if you'd like to find out more about Susanna and, and the do's and don'ts during COVID-19, visit her online at protocoletiquette.co. That's protocoletiquette.co. Um, tempers are short. You know, lots of folks are on the unemployment line yes. now. The last numbers were over 30 million, which is an amazing, amazing yeah. number. Um, and, you know, folks are under an enormous amount of, of stress and people are not sleeping well, they're not eating well. And so things are ratcheted up. Um, I wonder for you personally, as someone who, who has to practice what she preaches, you've been doing this almost 25 years now, what hacks you off? What gets your steam boiling? Uh, what makes you crazy out there that, that you wish, if I could wave my magic civility wand, this is uh, this or these are a few of the things I would want to change. Well, I'm not an angry individual, so <laughs> that's something <laughs> that's I have in, in my positivity. That's my positivity side. And but go. you know, the one thing I wish, if I could, if I really did have a magic wand, I would I would want everyone to just be like take that deep breath and understand. Just kindness counts. And I know that sounds really, you know, it's just one of those things people say all the time. But it's not just saying it, it's living it. And, and I, you know, you have to consciously choose to, to do that and to think about other people. You know, you know honestly and truly, um, I wouldn't have continued working in the field of civility all these years if I, I didn't have that as part of my soul and who I am. And I, I, I coming, being kind is so easy. It's so much easier than being angry. And I do realize that things are really awful out there for a lot of people right now. But you've got to pull on that one positive thing, whatever it is that, that makes you happy. And it could be something really tiny, just like the sun coming up every day. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything huge. It's just it's something small. And that one small thing, you know, it puts a smile on your face. And, and I'll give you a great example. I mean, I was um, on a Zoom call earlier, and I had a little bird fly up to my window, and I just smiled. You know, it just made me laugh and smile for a second, you know, as, as though I had to be serious and professional on my call, of course. But, you know, just that tiny little thing is enough to say, hey, today's a great day. And that's what we have to do is just find that one little thing to say today is a wonderful day. I love the positivity from my pal Susanna Theo. She's all about civility and protocol and etiquette. And, Susanna, there seems to be um, an enormous disconnect for an awful lot of folks between how they behave with one another in person and how they conduct themselves on social media. And with so many of us sheltering at home um, and social distancing, 
social media uses through the roof. I read one study that uh, Facebook, for example, was up 667%. And, and I wonder what your thoughts are on folks who are, um, you know, different with one another in person than they are online and social media, you know, and they become emboldened and, and maybe a lot harder, a lot more crass, a lot more argumentative. So social media do's and don'ts in the time of COVID-19. Well, you know, you have to remember about social media. People are brazen more so because it's almost as if it isn't real. Although it is real, it follows you around forever. Once you put it out there, it cannot come, you know, you can't get it back. And I just heard earlier today about, you know, putting that logic to like a tube of toothpaste. Once you squeeze it out there, you can't put it back into the tube. And that is exactly what social media is like. So you have to be super sure of what you're saying, what your message is saying, and also how you how it, the other person or the other people on the other side are going to react to it. And again, we think that social media is sort of not a real thing. And that's what I feel empowers somebody to say something that might not be the best choice of things to say. And then, of course, when you're in person, the person's right in front of you. So you're a little bit more guarded. You're a little bit more like, oh, okay, I probably shouldn't say that. They're right in front of me. You know, they might react, you know, because that person's right there and they can possibly react to you. And it could be a negative reaction rather than a positive reaction. So that's the difference right there. But you have to remember, you must understand 1,000% that you don't know because you don't have the person in front of you, when you say something on social media, you have no idea how the other side, you know, the receiver is going to react. So, so well, I, I say please go forward with great caution. You do. You have no nonverbal. You have so many things that, is, that are just not available to you. And it's really funny that you even bring that up because I, I think about that often. Um, I, I, you know, there, was some, there are some social media platforms that, you know, you use in business, and you have to be so careful. And why? Because that is your professional platform. You know, that's part of if you're looking for jobs or anything like that, you know, a poten- potential employer may go and check out your LinkedIn or something like that. And you have to watch what you're posting, and watch, you know, making sure that, you know, you're using things the way they should be used on a, you know, positive level. But to, to always be clear and remember, you never know how the person on the other side is going to react to it, whether it's going to be a positive or negative. And you may not have meant to make it a negative, but yet the person on the other side took it to be a negative. So those are things to just keep in mind and just, like, check yourself and don't be so quick to hit the send button reread it and, and think about how that sounds back to you. I think uh, that is incredibly good advice and something we could all use more of. Uh, for the longest time, you know, we would advise young people to be very careful of, of what they do on social media um, because of, of future employment, because of how others might perceive them. It seems that that, that advice now has, needs to shift to uh, to other folks, older folks, maybe even seniors who previously would not have used social media as much but are using it more and more because more and more folks are, are social distancing. 
Um, do the old uh, the old sayings, you know, don't don't talk about politics and religion uh, in so you know, do, do those apply in social media as well as in polite conversation? I would hope they do, and I think because of there hasn't really been, I guess, the boundaries because you know, really and truly, civility is about all about a boundary, and our boundaries have been really, really pushed in the, in the last, you know, handful of years, number of years. And I, people are, instead of keeping those boundaries up there and just saying, okay, well, you know, I won't engage in that because they haven't had, you know, like that good example around them. um, They've been pushing the boundaries and they've been crossing over the line. And you're right about what you're saying. A lot of people of all different ages, there's no one age, you know, demographic. They are feeling as if social media, they can just kind of say what they want to say. And, of course, you know, with everyone being in their homes and, you know, sequestered basically, you know, in in a matter of speaking, again, people are feeling that stress, and I'm going to call it a stressor, uh, that they might, say things. Once again, they're not like really paying attention to that boundary because all of a sudden there are all these other elements around them um, kind of pushing them forward a little bit, if you if you want to call it that. And mm-hmm. they may say things on social media that are inappropriate or, you know, just not thinking it through. And believe me, on social media, once you type it Please just just give it a minute. It's just like good editing. Like if you're going to edit a paper that you're writing or or a story, just let it rest for a minute and reread it, rethink, and then if you think it's still okay to send it, then of course hit the send. Susanna Theo, our guest today. We're almost out of time. If you want to visit her online, protocoletiquette.co <laughs> is the best place to find her. What I've always loved about you, Susanna is that you're not what people would think about when it comes to manners and etiquette. You know, you, the first thing that pops into mind is, is which fork do you use? And, you know, you see Eliza Doolittle in the, the book on the head and walking perfectly straight. It's, this is common sense advice for the 21st century. And I wonder, is, as you do this for a living, you've concentrated on it for over two decades now, and you look out into the greater world, um, what are a couple of things that you see that people tend to do wrong more often? And conversely, what are people doing right out there when it comes to civility? <laughs> That's a, it's an awesome thing you just asked me. And, and yes, I have the, the years behind me um, to, to really think about this, and I do. I actively think about it all the time because the clients and the students and everyone I've worked with over this, you know, 20 something year span, when I first Mm -hmm. started this business, people were more, um, they were more intent on really learning dining skills and things like that. And it would be a lot of professional polish and that's what I'll call it. And then as time moves forward, it was started to fall off, fall off, fall off. And what I think might end up happening right now, it's going to go back to, to the professional polish. And when I'm, when I'm speaking about professional polish, it's the entire package. It's knowing what to do and how to react. And dining skills is definitely part of that. And I love teaching dining skills. It's just a lot of fun. I make it fun. Um, 
you know, it's definitely something you really should know how to do. Uh, but the like the business communications portion, uh, so much of it has been lost. So so many of those boundaries that we that were there like back in '98 or '99, they are just they've gotten so so far off base. And a lot of it had to do with, you know, just the information age, just things moving faster, and it's part of the evolution cycle. And, uh, yeah, so our business, believe it or not, our business communication skills really need to come back into focus, especially after all this COVID-19. You know, we need to write notes to people. We need to to learn our conversational boundaries. Uh, Unfortunately, no handshaking at the moment. Hopefully at some point in time we'll be able to shake hands and hug people. Uh, So we need other methods of that communications piece, especially in business and in, and even especially in the social arena. So, you know, those are just some of the things, you know, and, I, and believe it or not, I do think about this and I do see it and I evaluate it. And I know I'm not the only one out there doing that. Well, you know, look, certainly in, in the business world, there are an awful lot of tone deaf comments that can tend to come out. Uh, you know, yes. people can can come across very callously, uh, often I think without intending to, but boy, they sure do. And, uh, and communication and messaging is all part of civility. That's also key. And uh, it'll be interesting to see whether whether your crystal balling works on this, whether or not uh, a return to form of thank you notes and using the correct fork and uh, all the things that you need to do with business communications come full circle. Hey, thanks for spending time with us. You know, you're one of my favorite people and I always enjoy our conversation. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me uh, today. I, I, I do. I love talking with you as well. Oh, it's my pleasure. Susanna Theo, our guest today. If you want to visit her online, and she is doing uh, online trainings for protocol and civility and etiquette, you can find her at protocoletiquette.co. That's protocoletiquette.co. There's a link to at our Big Time Talker podcast page here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. For our friends at speakermatch.com, who are good enough to sponsor the program, thank you so very much for listening. Whatever you do, wherever you go, stay safe, stay healthy, go out and make it a great day. Bye, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.